The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast. I'm Zeeshan Khan, and September has indeed ended, and the MLB playoffs are upon us. Coming up tomorrow, we have the AL wildcard game. We have the Baltimore Orioles facing off against the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto at Rogers Center. And uh, joining me to take a look at the entire playoff picture and take a look at both wildcard games, we have uh, Colocini. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well, Z. Thanks for having me on, buddy. No problem. Always a pleasure. So, uh, kind of just uh, going back to our picks, we haven't really talked since we did our um, over-unders at the beginning of the season. So, just wanted to get your quick thoughts on how the season played out and just kind of the big storylines of the season. Okay, so I was I was wrong on a number of things, uh, particularly division winners. Uh, I had... Uh, so let's start in the AL East. I had Boston competing for the for one of the wild card spots. They ended up winning the division. Uh, in the Central, I was totally off. The defending champs, Kansas City Royals, were about 14 games behind the eventual winners. The in finished four, almost 14 games behind the Cleveland Indians, who won the division. Uh, so that was, that was a surprise pick. I also had the White Sox continue for one of the wild card spots. Uh, they ended up about 17 games out and far off the pace for the wild card. Going down to the AL West, I had the Astros. Uh, I think I had them above 90 games winning the division. They ended up 11 games behind the Rangers, who finished with a very respectable 95-win season. Uh, going to the National League, I had the Mets winning the East. They ended up finishing eight games behind the Nationals, but they made a strong push to, to get one of the wild card places in the Central and the, with the best with the best record in all of baseball. The Chicago Cubs at 103 and 58. Uh, it was an amazing season. They were 17 and a half games above, uh, above their nearest rival, the Cardinals. Uh, who I picked to be in, in the hunt for the one of the wild cards, which they ended, they, they were pretty close up until the last two days of the season. Um, Pirates really fell back. Um, the last month, they were ended up 25 games back in the division, but they were also quite a bit, quite a far distance away from one of the wild card spots. And finally, in the National League West, the Dodgers, with 91 wins, were four games ahead of the Giants who uh, finished up as they typically do in one of the wild card spots and poised for a postseason run. Uh, I, I, I think I had the Giants winning that. Um, 
division. So I was, I was, I think I only got two of the six divisions correct. Okay, definitely. Yeah, I mean. AL for me as well was uh, absolutely terrible with my picks. I think I had the Jays winning the AL East. Uh, the, they ended up as the first wild card. Then I had uh, the Royals, just like you, Colo, winning the Central. I thought they would come back strong uh, off of two straight World Series appearances, but apparently uh, they just couldn't get it together at any point of the season. And then in the AL West, uh, we thought uh, for sure it was a lock that the Astros were going to definitely take that division and uh, grow their young team led by Correa, George Springer, and so forth. But ultimately, you got to give credit to the, te the Texas Rangers. Uh, they have the best record in the AL, and they're they're going in the playoffs pretty hot. And then for the wild cards, I had uh, the Yankees and I believe the, the Mariners. Uh, both of those teams uh, really fell short. Uh, they were kind of in it towards the end a little bit, but uh, ultimately fell short of the wild card and uh, another disappointing season for both of them, ultimately. And then going to the NL, uh, I did a lot better than I did definitely in the AL. I had the Dodgers winning the West, and they ended up doing so. I had the Cubs, of course, probably having the best record and winning the Central. And then I had the, the Mets winning the NL East. I thought they would definitely be able to build on their World Series appearance from last year, but uh, they ultimately proved to have some injuries with Matt Harvey and so forth, and the Nationals really looked good with their pitching staff, and they were able to come up and take the division. And then for my wild card picks, I really bombed on the the Pittsburgh Pirates. I thought they would definitely have a better season, but they ultimately weren't able to make too much noise. And the second wild card card pick I got right with the Giants and I think they're gonna they're poised for a strong run in the postseason so uh with that Colo uh kind of uh go back to the MVP picks we had I think I chose McCutcheon in the NL and I believe I chose I forgot who I chose in the AL but uh with that being said uh, taking a look at the season who do you think your MVP picks are going into the postseason now I think I had Harper and Yeah, I, I would say in the AL, I mean, you can go a lot of kind of different ways. You can go with Mike Trout. I mean, definitely he didn't uh, his team didn't perform definitely as well as pro as everybody probably expected. He's always in the mix with that. And then another guy you can take a look at a couple guys in the AL East, uh, big sluggers, David Ortiz. A farewell season. It's it's pretty surprising that he's uh, going to retire at the end of the season. He had pretty much a monster season. I think he, he batted like three twenty. 38 homers, 100, like 25 RBIs. And he he looked like the same old Ortiz that has been doing it all these years. And then another guy you can take a look at is Mark Trumbo. I think he led the entire MLB in home runs with like 49 or 50, somewhere around there. 
and he led the the Orioles to the second wild card. So uh, a lot of choices there. Uh, with those, I think it's between those three in the AL, and then you go to the NL. It's definitely probably between Bryce Harper and Chris Bryant. I probably lean uh, more towards uh, Chris Bryant just because of how how well the Cubs were. And uh, but they were expected, but uh, I mean they ultimately delivered on those expectations and won over a hundred games to put them in very good position going into the playoffs. So with that, it will be really interesting to see. And uh, with that being said, uh, let's get into some of these wild card matchups. We'll start in the AL with the Toronto Blue Jays at home taking on the Baltimore Orioles, and the pitching matchup. Young Marcus Stroman for the Blue Jays versus uh, Chris Tillman for the Orioles. What's your thought on this game? Okay, so we have... I was looking at some stats for the, for the Orioles um, offense. Um, they significantly uh, underperform against left-handed pitching. Um, so the, the, uh, the Blue Jays had Francisco Liriano available, who's lefty. They acquire at the trade deadline. They ultimately go with Stroman, the righty. Um, as you said, 25 years old, 5'8", 180, big, 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 strong young man. But uh, I think I would go with the lefty. I mean, the numbers uh, say, say so. And uh, Liriano would be linking back up with Russell Martin. They played together uh, in Pittsburgh. Um on the other hand, you have uh, Chris Tillman, uh, right-handed, righty. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I think the, the Blue Jays lineup is 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 uh, pretty right-handed heavy. Although you have Josh Donaldson, who I believe is a switch hitter. Um, I do give the edge. In the pitching matchup to the Blue Jays, although I, I do, I do feel that Baltimore's bats may carry it, and their wealth of playoff experience, um, going back to 2011 when they won uh, the one-game playoff against you Darvish and the Texas Rangers. Okay, I definitely, uh, I'm gonna lean uh, initially towards the. The Orioles to start with. I mean, I think this is going to be a slugfest. I think either team can win. I, a lot of runs are going to be put on the board. I just think uh, the Orioles, with their led by Trumbo and then Adam Jones and so forth, I think they're going to have uh, more firepower to take what to take the game. And I think pitching is not really going to matter until like the late innings. But uh, with that being said, I. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all one bit if the Blue Jays were to win at home in front of their home crowd because they got a lot of great hitters as well with Batista, Josh Donaldson, Edward, and Edwin Encarnacion. So they got a lot of firepower as well. So it should be a slugfest and look for a high-scoring game. I'm going to go eight, but like 8-6 Orioles, and I think they move on to face the Texas Rangers in the ALDS. So... Uh, with that being said, we'll move into the second wild card game in the NL. We have the San Francisco Giants on the road at City Field versus the New York Mets, and we got Madison Bumgarner, probably the best big game pitcher in the league, going up against Noah Syndergaard for the Mets. Your thoughts on this one? 
I really, I really did have high hopes for the Mets going to the. I think I ultimately had them in the NLD, uh, NLCS. Uh, excuse me, NLCS. But uh, coming up against the Giants in the one-game playoff, I don't think they make it through. I think it's a good pitching matchup, but backs against the wall. I think the Giants pull this out through strong pitching. Uh, clutch hitting Pagan, Posey, and uh, and, uh, and and company. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm ever really going to go against Madison Bumgarner in a one-game one wild card, so I'll agree with that. I'm going to go with the Giants as well. They've done it before, on the winning on the road in a wild card game, and I think they got the best pitcher to do it for them this time around as well. And then I just don't think the Mets can match up with them. I, I, I think Madison Bumgarner is going to go at least eight innings. He's going to pitch a gem, and he's going to win a close game for the Giants, and they're going to move on to face the Cubs in the NLDS. So uh, with the wild card games uh, wrapped up, we'll move into the back to the AL. We'll move into the first ALDS matchup that we're going to take a look at. Uh, the Cleveland Indians with home field advantage taking on the Boston Red Sox. So uh, what do you think about this one? I think that uh, Cleveland is lacking starting pitching depth, but I think they will give Boston a run for their money, and it will go five with Boston uh, taking it behind their their experience and uh, just their better starting pitching. So I, I, I'd say Boston in five over Cleveland. I think they may Boston may even go up to 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 nothing, but I think it will eventually um, be a, sp a series, and I think it goes five with Boston, who I see eventually in the World Series winning this series. Okay, definitely. Uh, Boston's looking very good uh, last couple months of the season, uh, and I, I agree they have a better pitching staff than. The Cleveland Indians. Cleveland Indians, other than Corey Kluber and Trevor, Trevor Bauer, are very, uh, very thin on their starting pitching. And then I, I really like Boston's bullpen as well with Tazawa and U Uahara. And then Boston's bats are amazing. I mean, a lot of great young talent with Pedroia, Hanley Ramirez, Bogarts, Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts. And then old reliable with David Ortiz. Uh, you know he's going to come up with a big hit in one of the playoff games. He's just bound to do that. So with that being said, I'm going to take Boston. I'm going to agree with you as well, but I think they win in four games instead of five. I think the Indians only get one game in this series. I just think their their bats can't keep up with Boston, and I don't think their starting pitching depth is as good as Boston as well, but it's definitely going to be an interesting storyline with uh, the Indians' uh, manager and former Met Red Sox manager Terry Francona going up against Boston. So that will be one of the storylines to take a look at. And it should be an interesting series, but I think too much experience on Boston, too much depth, too much hitting, too much uh, pitching, great bullpen. So with that, I'm going to take Boston in four games. And that will take us to the next uh, series, which is Texas. And I have them going up against the Orioles, and you ha you think the Blue Jays will come out? So, what I do you? The, I, have the, I have the Orioles. Oh, you have the Orioles as well. Okay, sorry about that. So, uh, we both think Texas th will take on the Orioles in the other ALDS matchup. So, uh, how do you think that one will ultimately play out? 
I have I have I have Baltimore winning the series again on their uh, on just on their heavy bats and their playoff experience. Although their uh, their their rotation, um, they don't have the ace at the front of their rotation like you Darvish, but he, uh, I think they can. I, th- I think they can make up for that, and I, I do think Baltimore wins wins this in five. Okay, this is a really tough one because uh, the Rangers have some decent starting pitching, but I, d- I don't think they have the depth uh, that you would probably like against a heavy-hitting team like the Baltimore Orioles. So I'm going to take Baltimore slightly. I think they I'm going to agree with you. I think they win in five games. But uh, Texas has a lot of great bats with Desmond, Jerks and Profar, Rognit Uter, Adrian Beltre. So they got a lot of pop as well. And But I think the Orioles have a lot more pop led by Trumbo, Adam Jones. And I think their bullpen is better. And I think that's going to be the difference in this series. And I think they're ultimately going to prevail and win in five games. So with that, we'll move into the NLDS matchups. First matchup is the Los Angeles Dodgers going on the road against the Washington Nationals. So, uh, your thoughts on this one on your Dodgers, Cola? Uh, I actually like this matchup for the Dodgers because, for, for one thing, the Nationals uh, starting pitching will take a hit with Steven Strasburg not expected to um, pitch in this series. So, I think with Game one and game five, handing the ball to Clayton Kershaw. Enough young talent, Corey Seager, Jock Peterson, and uh, very timely hitting of Adrian Gonzalez. I think Dodgers win. I think Dodgers win this thing in five. Okay, I'm going Dodgers as well. I think uh, Clayton Kershaw has got to be pretty happy that he doesn't have to face the Cardinals this time around. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, Clayton Kershaw definitely if one of the best pitchers, if not the best in the entire MLB, you're going to have him going at least two games in this series for sure. And, I mean, young guys on Dodgers like Jock Peterson, Corey Seager, the great hitters. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez, a veteran hitter. He knows what it takes. Chase Utley, a lot of experience as well, but a little on the on the older side. Ethier, Kendrick, they've been in big games. And Yasiel Puig has very, been very disappointing, but... Uh, he can come up with a big hit here and there. He can steal a base. Still got a lot of energy, a lot of pop. So with that, uh, I'm going to take the Dodgers. I think they win in four games, though. But uh, the uh, the Nationals pitching staff is pretty good. Obviously, they're going to miss Strasburg. He's been probably their best pitcher all year. But uh, with Scherzer and Gio Gonzalez are really going to have to step up for them. And... I just think other than Zimmerman and Bryce Harper for them, batting-wise, they don't really have much else. It's really kind of a struggle. But so for that reason, I think the Dodgers prevail. I think they're going to win the series in four games and take on uh, probably the Cubs, I think, in the NLCS. So with that, we'll move into the next series, which is the Chicago Cubs, the best team in all of baseball throughout the regular season, taking on the San Francisco Giants and myself and Colo's opinion. So uh, how do you think this one ultimately plays out? Uh, so we have Giants and Cubs. Uh, I think 
uh, with Bumgarner pitching the one-game playoff, he won't have him back at least until game three. Um, maybe they can push that to game two. But uh, I think uh, ultimately um, this goes five with John Lester closing the door in game five. Um, big game pitcher, a lot of experience. I think this... Uh, I think this 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 is this dream is for real and the Cubs move on to the NLCS although I do believe it goes 5. Okay. Uh, I'm going Cubs as well. I think this is an absolute array of talent. I mean, it's excellent to see. I mean, it's such a display to see this team. A lot of young guys, a good mix of veterans. Montero veteran catcher for them, a good leader behind the plate. And then they have uh, young first ba- young players on the corners with Rizzo and Chris Bryant. Both guys can hit. Both guys play defense very well. Zobris at second, a solid veteran veteran player for them. Jason Hayward in outfield. A lot of young hitters. And then their pitching staff is excellent, led by Arietta, Lackey, and Lester in the in the back end. And then Chapman just throws absolute gas. And the back end for them closing out throws a hundred plus, so that's going to be really tough for the the Giants hitters to catch up to. But the only the only chance I think for the Giants would be is if Madison Bumgarner becomes Superman, and then he's going to expend a lot of energy, in my opinion, just winning the wild card game and getting the the Giants to the NLDS. So they're probably only going to be able to throw him out there one time in the NLDS, and I think that's really going to hurt them. So uh, the Cubs, just too much depth. Joe Madden, probably one of the mes- best managers in the league as well. Very uh, Makes a lot of smart moves and makes a lot of good decisions. And Theo Epstein, one of the best GMs in the league. Cubs, too much depth. I think they de- they move on, and then they face the Dodgers, in my opinion. So with that being said, it should be an exciting NLDS and we'll be back definitely to look into the L- LCS matchups maybe in about a week and a half when when they take place. So with that being said, Colo, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on and it's always a pleasure having you on. Okay, thanks, buddy. Thank you for listening, everybody. See you next week.